There are few things in life that are perfect. Very, very few. And if we're being honest, most of them are moments. Just little perfect moments that are snapshots of our life. That's what's perfect. There's very rarely a longevity of perfect hours or days or whatever. Just perfect little snapshots of those moments of happiness where everything aligns and just feels right and amazing. Why do I say that? I don't know. Um, It was a thought I had. It was something that was wobbling around in my drunk mind last night (laughs) about how things just aren't perfect and we struggle to make them that way. It's amazing what liquor does to the brain. Amazing. Makes you think all these things and sometimes I write my crazy ramblings in my drunk mind down. Sometimes I don't. Just a couple weeks ago, a good friend of mine, Trevor Moore, had passed away. And some of you may know Trevor, some of you may not. And if you don't, you really, really should know his comedy. He was brilliant and funny and dark and twisted and one of the most amazing people. We lost him far too soon and I miss him. His passing still kind of, well, not kind of, it does make me cry when I see his comedy and makes me angry because I wish he was still here. But the reason why I bring Trevor up isn't to make anybody sad, I swear. It's because he used to say, when you have an idea, drunk text yourself. Drunk text yourself. He actually wrote a song called Drunk Texts to Myself. And it's hilarious. You guys should really, really go check it out. I might even post it on Facebook today just because Trevor is amazingly talented. Some of you may not find it funny, but I have a dark sense of humor, so I do find it funny. What I, what I mean about the drunk texts to myself and about perfect moments and all this rambling at like 7.20 in the morning East Coast time. <sighs> I was just really drunk yesterday, and it felt good. I'm not going to lie, it felt good. But I was listening to a friend of mine going through this thing that sort of triggered me. And the reason why for this podcast is because I think all of us at some point have felt this way. She's going through a relationship where she had broken up with her boyfriend They were engaged and she gave up her apartment with her kids, is now living with him and is in a situation where she's kind of stuck there. And of course, me being me, I offered her to come live with me, even though I got a whole house full of my own family and everything, I still had a spare room. And while it may not be ideal, I would always give her and her children a safe place to stay. 
So that's just me. And I'm not saying that to make myself sound like a great person or anything. It's me just giving somebody the shirt off my back, as I always do. With that said, the phrase, I love you, but I'm not in love with you, had come up. And she said, I love him, but I'm not in love with him. And is that just something that's going to pass? Is it like, is it me and just my crazy mind? Like, I I don't understand. And I'm trying to pinpoint the moment that I kind of fell out of love, but still love him. And I'm thinking, honey, I'm about four margaritas, about to be five margaritas deep. And I don't know if I can give you advice or handle it. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try to handle this. Even though there is many margaritas still left to come. And sometimes alcohol can provide clarity. I don't care what anybody says it can. You um, think of things that you obviously are too afraid to even say out loud. So what I said to her is maybe you need to dissect it. You need to dissect it like a cold. What is the first symptom? Like when you see him, do you still get butterflies? And she's like, oh my God, not forever. Maybe butterflies just might be the first stages of falling in love. But I can say that the guy I was with for over three years, even towards the end of our relationship, there were days where he would just walk into a room or I'd see him sitting on the couch and my dear God in heaven, he looked so friggin' adorable and cute and I still got those butterflies. I could have fought with him that morning, that night, well, the night before, two days before that, whatever. And that son of a bitch could still give me butterflies. Over three years later, And I'm not saying every day, because at the beginning, yes, you get that. Oh my God, I can't wait to hug him. I can't wait to kiss him. Oh, it's just amazing. But she didn't feel that. And again, you don't need to feel the butterflies every day, but I still think you should sometimes. You look and be like, oh, I love the way he looks at me like that. When he smiles, it just crushes me and is everything. And maybe that could be the best thing in your day. You wake up and he doesn't even realize she's he's doing it. She might not realize she's doing it. And it could be just like a little look, a little whatever. And it just makes you fall in love again. I think that those are important pieces to a successful relationship but she didn't feel that so okay no butterflies we'll let dr pamela michelle ask you how long it's been and she's like oh we had sex last night (laughs) no baby it isn't about the sex last night 
How long has it been since you even thought, wow, I really love this guy? And she said, you know what, Pamela? I don't know. I guess life has gotten so busy, I just never thought about it. Okay. And she's like, when I see him, I just kind of want to hit him. I said, wow, that's violent. And she said, I don't mean hit him. I just mean it makes me feel angry. I said, okay, I get that. I get that. But why? And she said, well, I don't feel like I have my own life. I have to tell him where I'm going all the time. I have to almost check in and, you know, wait to see if it's okay. She's like, even tonight, I had to tell him, hey, going out, he wanted to know where, he wanted to know with who, he wanted to know roughly how long I'm going to be out. I said, did you make plans? And she said, I just up and left. And now I'm dreading going back home. At that point, I had to have another margarita. I just did. And that's... When you feel like you can't go home to somebody, it's deep. It's deeper than them just annoying you. It's deeper than just a fight or a moment in time where you're really fucking pissed at somebody. When you don't want to be in that person's presence in their orbit for however long because you feel trapped or you feel like you can't be you anymore, that's when it's time. It's reevaluation time. And you can convince yourself that you're overreacting. But if you've taken a couple days to think about it, if you've taken your time to really think about what it is, maybe you just love them and you've changed or they've changed. And where that intersects, you guys are going one way on the fork in the road. You're not traveling the same path together because you're not changing together and your lives don't fit the same way. You still love them. And it's like you're drowning, fighting for air because you're desperately figuring out how to make it work because you love them. But you fall not in love. Couples counseling, maybe. Trying to talk to your significant other. Men shut down when things come from a negative point of view. I think people in general, I shouldn't say that. That's very, that's very sexist of me, I guess. But... <clears throat> Men do shut down. And 
more often than women because women are communicators. We want to know what we did. We want to know even when you're not mad at us, we think you're mad. We want to heal. We want to comfort. It's in our nature to nurture. Men, some men, most men aren't like that. It's an age-old struggle of where to approach somebody. But when it comes from a, oh my God, you're annoying me. I'm really frustrated with you. And the dreaded, hey, we need to talk. Immediately, it's almost like something in you guards yourself. We become angry. We become defensive. And not a whole lot of talking or communication really happens from a guarded place. You need to take a breath. And if you're in your right frame of mind, you want to approach it saying, I've noticed things have been different. Do you feel different like... Do you feel different about us? Is there something that really is setting you off or bothering you? Something's setting you off. Try not to do this in the morning unless you have your cup of Bones coffee. Go to bones.com for the best coffee you could ever taste. You You love flavors? They got you. French vanilla is my personal favorite. I've been sampling the Origins package with all the different coffees from Costa Rica and places like that. It's amazing. Go get yourself some Bones coffee at bones.com. And once you have your coffee, you sit down and you can hopefully rationally talk without the other person getting upset. When somebody gets upset, just let them walk away. Let them Think about in their mind even the small portion that you cut out. And let them process it. Go through them. Why would, she, why would he bring that up? Why would she bring that up? You know, is that really like where we're at right now? I guess maybe I never thought that there was a space or distance in what we're feeling for each other or how our relationship is working. Everybody has struggles. Everybody has tough times. And you go through things. But when you feel trapped, like you're a prisoner, like you can't breathe and your anxiety starts rising, it's not healthy for anyone. And especially when there are children involved. It's not healthy. Nowadays, it's so easy for people to just discard each other and not really fight for relationships. And I'm not saying nobody struggles to make their relationship work or people don't fight for their relationship. It's just that we have Bumble and Tinder and plenty of fish and Facebook dating and all these things where these people just can materialize out of nowhere and you're bored now and you're frustrated and you're like this person doesn't make me feel this way oh 
but this guy, hmm. I think I'm going to send a little message, and then you do, or you tag that girl. I shouldn't, well, you'd make tag her later if she answers you, but <laughs> you send a message, you swipe right, you do whatever, and all of a sudden now, you've created that spark. You have made yourself feel something that the other person hasn't made you feel in a while. It's gone in your relationship. And yeah, it sucks that this might turn into something and I might be hurting her. I might be hurting him. But God damn, this person makes me feel so fucking alive. And maybe that's what's missing in my actual relationship. But I'm going to go get it from her. Or I'm going to go get it from him. And in the meantime, neither party's talking about it, but going to get it somewhere else. This is partly what's wrong with society today. I have so much respect for people who can be honest and fight for those relationships every day. When you can be honest with somebody, maybe you go your separate ways. I mean, that's what happened with me. He loved me when he met me. He knew who I was. He knew what I wanted. And then just over three years later, it evolved into something completely different And we wanted separate things. And we wanted just different lives. I was struggling every day to fit myself into a relationship that I wanted so badly because I cared for him so much and I loved him. And each day when I was honest with myself, I was dying every day. Because I couldn't be me anymore. The last five months of our relationship, we argued about a boat. Like, just ridiculousness. Is he a good man? Yes. Is he handsome? Oh, fuck yes. Is he a good guy to be with? Yeah. He's just not my guy anymore. But I want him to find somebody wonderful who fits his life just like I want somebody to fit mine. And when you can take those moments of quiet and smile about those perfect little moments and then be okay with being flat out communicative, honest with someone, it's okay to love somebody. And it's okay to realize that you're just not in love with them anymore. And they may not be the person for you. But tell them that before you go on any of these dating apps and keep yourself in a toxic or potentially toxic relationship while you're trying to find somebody that makes you feel alive. It's okay to not 
be in love with somebody anymore. It's not okay to torture yourself or struggle to keep something around that really isn't meant for you anymore because you're different people. And that is my thought at about quarter of eight in the morning, East Coast time. Guys, thanks so much. I really appreciate all the interaction. I love the feedback I'm getting from Ryan Insane. It seems like you guys may not necessarily be too into motocross. I'm going to try to change your mind. I swear, Kenny and I are working on a lot of different things, and hopefully you're going to love them. Um, follow me on Facebook, Pamela Michelle 03 uh, Sporty Diva on Twitter. I barely use Twitter. Pamela underscore Michelle 5 on Instagram. And I think it's Pamela underscore M0309 on Snapchat. I'm pretty sure. Take care, guys. I will get back to you in a couple days with a new thought that pops into my head. Hopefully it's a little later in the day, but you can thank the margaritas last night for this podcast. Take care.